0: Everybody hold your Bible up say, this is my Bible. I believe it. I receive it. Today I will accelerate. Spiritually, I will gain momentum from the word. I will execute what I learned. Because I'm a doer. I'm not just a hearer. Devil, we bind you. And we cast you away. My ears are open. My heart is ready. Is it? If I say my ears are open, my heart is ready, my mind is fixed on the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the word of God. Never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to turn to um, let's turn to Luke. Let's turn to Luke. Let's turn to Luke. Let's turn to Luke. Chapter nine, verse fifty-one. It's going to be a heavy, deep message, but we're going to—we're not going to do a lot probably going to turn into a series. Everybody say, get ready to shift your heart. I want you to shift your heart and mind. Luke chapter 9, verse 51. And it came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up. He's talking about Jesus. He steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messages before his face. And they went and entered into a village of the Samaritan to make ready for him. And they did not receive him. The Samaritans did not receive him. Because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. Looked like he had plans to go to Jerusalem. And Samaritans had nothing to do with the Jerusalem Jews. And when his disciples, James and John saw this, they said, Lord, would thou that, that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did? Look at verse 55. But he turned and rebuked them and severely censored them. This was his Amplified. And he said, you do not know what sort of spirit you are. For the son of man, Did not come to destroy men's lives. Everybody repeat that. The son of man did not come to destroy men's lives. Say it again. The son of man did not come to destroy men's lives. Do we believe that? Mm -hmm. But to save them from the penalty of eternal death, and they journeyed to another village. I want to ask you this morning, what spirit are you of, or what spirit is controlling you? What spirit are you of? You may be seated. So, Wednesday, um, can we uh, can y'all switch? We over. Switch me over, switch me over, okay. On Wednesday night, we were really tired. we just come back off of a -a (laughs) preach-a-thon, marathon. We've been preaching and teaching a lot. And sometimes during those times, it's easier for me to take questions. And so Wednesday night, we took questions. And in so doing, I don't have to prepare what to teach. The audience directs me into what I'm going to teach. So here in Texas, for those of you who are watching other places, the governor just lifted up the mandatory mass executive order. And I think on the 10th it will go into effect. A lot of people don't understand is that just because the governor lifted a mandatory mask um, requirement does not mean that businesses cannot still require that, right? Businesses, private businesses can still require it. Workplaces can still require it. But and I know my crowd, I know my people, and I know who I've been to a lot of people. And I want you to understand that you can be with somebody, listen to somebody, be a disciple of somebody, and not really get their ministry. For three years, the 12 disciples travel with Jesus but many of them didn't get what he came to do even to the very end he kept saying I'm going to be crucified I'm going to die he kept saying three days later I rise from the dead yet none of the disciples went to the tomb to see if he was risen from the dead after three days it took a woman somebody say amen Amen. all the women say amen. amen it took a woman I'll stay if y'all want to. I'm going to see. That went to the tomb. It was a woman, not a man. It'd be a man. Stand up. Some women are more men than me. And that's true. And she wasn't afraid. She had been forgiven of much. Y'all know who she was? Mary Magdalene. They had cast seven demons out of her. She was historically a prostitute, it was a loose woman, somebody. He shouldn't even been fooling up with, but that's why y'all we don't we don't count nobody out. Point number one: we don't count nobody out. Write that down. You don't count nobody out. You don't count nobody less than. You don't look down on nobody. The less than zero people. I know somebody that was counted down less than zero, and they got gloriously married uh almost a year ago. One of the women of a church. Just nobody had ever thought, but she's the one that got married to the rich dude. Cinderella story. You don't count anybody out because in Christ, Christ redeemed the world. Somebody say amen. <laughs> but obviously, Dowden Thomas didn't get them. He with Jesus all those years. Jesus began to tell Peter he was going to go to the cross and these things were going to happen. Peter rebuked him. <laughs> Jesus said, Satan, get behind me. Jesus. Peter didn't get Jesus' ministry. Of course, Judas was a zealot. He thought that Jesus had come, set up his earthly kingdom. First time he came. That's why he turned him over to the Pharisees. Judas didn't get his ministry. And obviously, James and John, you know, it's Peter, James and John. James and John is in this scripture, didn't get his ministry and what he was all about. And on Wednesday night, I felt the same way that people didn't get my ministry and really understand what we're doing. So we're going to make a distinction today. This will be one of these hallmark messages. Hopefully, we'll be able to use it in the future for people that misunderstand who we are at our church and what we believe and what we do. Some of the things that we say may sound like radical extremism or holy than nowism or, man, they, you can't do nothing over there, all of that stuff. But we want to clear it up because we want people to understand that we're Christians. Somebody say Amen. For instance, you know Donald Trump lost whether by hook or crook, right? <laughs> Joe Biden is the president. Kamala Harris is the first woman of color, first woman in the high office in the first place, and then African American woman or whatever she's she's a woman of color. She's the vice president. What don't get caught on Facebook and on camera is that every Sunday morning at 7.45, we're praying for Joe Biden, his family, President Joe Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, her family. You know why? Because we're Christians. Somebody say amen. And the Bible says we got to do that irregardless of what we believe or our opinion of them. Some people would be surprised to hear that that's what we do. And we did it when President Barack Obama was in. If Those of y'all was here to remember. Somebody say amen. Amen. We pray for the president because that's what the Bible says do. Now conservative people don't do that. But Christian people do. And conservatism is not Christianity. Somebody say amen. Well, you're waffling, you change. No, I'm I'm in the Bible. Somebody say amen. amen. So let's clear up the ministry, but then also let's check our spirit. Let's check ourselves. Hmm. So Jesus is getting ready to go to Jerusalem. He sent some people before him to prepare for him going to Jerusalem. And there was a small village of Samaritan and Samaritan rejected him. They did not receive Jesus. So James and John had seen him dealing with the Pharisees. he seen how he had dealt with those that opposed him always shutting them down somebody say amen they read about Elijah and Mount Carmel experience when he called down fire from heaven right on the false prophets of Baal and Jezebel and so they said gleefully, thinking this will be a great idea and Jesus will be down with this He said, they rejected you, Jesus. They'd heard him say about times maybe. You know, I don't know exactly what the chronology is, but he entered the town one time and he said, it would be better for you than Sodom and Gomorrah. Y'all remember he said that? Because if Sodom and Gomorrah had seen the miracles that I've done in your town, they would have turned to repent. He said, it's going to be better for Sodom and Gomorrah then it will be for you. That means that that town will be destroyed. So maybe they heard him say some stuff like that and they rejected him. And so now Samaria rejects him and they said, listen what they said. When James and John saw this, they said, Lord Jesus, thinking that was a good idea. Would I command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Come on, Jesus, let's see some fireworks. Alice, what kind of person walking with Jesus who's the epitome of love who wants to see somebody burned up? I mean who wants to smell human carnage on that level? And Jesus rebukes him. He said y'all don't even know. Y'all been hanging with me You've been swinging with me. You've been banging with me. But you don't even know me. That's what he says. And the Bible says he rebuked them sharply and severely. He said you do not know what sort of spirit you have. Because what does it say? John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I came that you might have life. And that more abundantly. I want to tell each and every one of us, check your heart. Check your spirit. And I'm not talking to those of y'all just coming in, just teaching all of that those of y'all just coming in or those who just got saved. I'm not talking to y'all. No, I'm talking to the, the righteous people in here. I'm talking to y'all, you ain't never got a tattoo. and wouldn't get one. I'm talking to you, those who ain't never smoked no weed, ain't never drank, had no drink. They call it drink now. You mean some drink? You ain't never had substance, addiction situation. You, you, you never kissed a girl who liked it. If you're a girl, you, you, I mean, you, you, I mean, you've just been straight your whole life and, and, and all that. And, and now you're on the right side of things as it pertains to this pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, and you're, you're free, and, and you know that the mask is just a placebo, it just helps people to feel better, and that it really does nothing to stop the virus, and you know that there's an inherent danger, possibly, probably, in taking a vaccine that usually takes seven years to formulate And they came up with it in seven months and did not try it out on animals and all the difficulty and some people have died. Yes, and all the things and you know those things. And many of y'all have been coming to church through the whole thing and people have been, you know, ridiculing you and all of those things. I want to talk to that group. The group that know we right. We know we're right. We, we know we're saved. We, we know we're delivered. We, we, we know. We know. Most of us believe we're ready for the rapture. We're ready to die. It don't matter. We know. I, I want to talk to that group. Somebody say amen. And I want to ask you, do you know what spirit you're of? Because on Wednesday night when we got into the questioning about, well, what should I say to people Did now, you know, they the government say we don't have to wear the mask, and people still, they're afraid and this and that. And and, and, and and many people thought I was going in direction, but we shifted directions. Some of y'all that was here. Hello? And we're gonna go back to some of those scriptures, but there, there's a couple of things that I want you to be aware of. And I'm talking to those that are confident that you're right with God. Up in here. Jesus warned about. Three different leavens. So let's look. Mark chapter 8, verse 15. Turn next it as quick as you can. And Matthew chapter 16, verse 6, he said, he chose them saying in, in Mark 8, 15, he says, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Mm -hmm. Matthew 16 and 6 he's talking to his disciples, his followers, his followers his followers, not talking to his enemies he's talking to basically church people he said beware of these different influences and leaven always represents corrupt influence in these passages so he said first of all beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. Then he says in Matthew sixteen six, he says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So there were three groups that he told people to beware of, his followers. Number one, the Pharisees. Number two, the Sadducees. And number three, the Herodians. Herod had followers. Like Trumpians. Trump had followers. Somebody say amen. I'm not a Trumpian. I'm a Christian. Amen. Hello? That's why I can stand outside of what he did and say, nah, he shouldn't have did that. Hello? He shouldn't have said that. Somebody say amen. amen. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're writing this down, woo, this is so good. Woo, my sister, you came on the right Sunday to You're going to like this message. Number one, the Pharisees are the hypocrites. He told his leaders, he said, beware of hypocrisy. This is a sin that Sister Mary, the world can clearly see is in the churches. They can quit. They call it out all day long. As soon as a pastor or somebody messed up is in the news. Because they want to call that sin out. Why? Who is the part calling the cattle what? Black. And y'all, to a large degree, they be right. lot of hypocrisy with people that say they serve God beware of that y'all here it is all it is is this beware of holding people to a standard that you don't keep yourself y'all Yo, you know we used to have a lot of people come up here raising offerings y'all and then we start looking at records like how are you raising a lo- uh, 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 offering a love offering and you didn't even give nothing how you leading somebody to do something that you're not doing that's why I'll be watching praise team members when they're not on stage. Do they worship the same way? Are they as animated when they're sitting in the audience? Because how can you lead somebody to do something that you're not willing to do? Hello! Somebody say amen. Are we coming down your street too? We coming down your street. Hypocrisy in the church. Now y'all, Jesus said, beware of that. The leaven of the Pharisees. Because the Pharisees, they looked like, they acted like, they seemed like, but they wasn't. You want to hear Jesus play the desert with somebody? Go to Matthew chapter 23. No, 23, the whole chapter. He, he called out the Pharisees. Basically saying, your mama, come on. He tell them all about them. he said you freshly painted tombs on the outside but on the inside you full of dead men's decayed stanky bones and y'all deliver me from the church where everybody want to look like oh I'm blessed and highly favored hello deliver me from the affectation church from the makeup church from the pretend church Hello? If your marriage is messed up, you ought to be a doctor with your husband. Come on, somebody. And y'all, we don't have a problem with that over here, like altar calls. Everybody, y'all see our leaders make altar calls every week. Somebody say amen. Because we're gonna keep our heart right before God. And we're not gonna be up here trying to pretend to be something that we not. Somebody say amen. Y'all know I'm transparent. Somebody say amen. I mean, I'll tell everybody everything, but i tell somebody everything. I got mentors. I got people that help hold me accountable. Somebody say amen. So beware of hypocrisy. Beware. Number two, the Sadducees. Sadducees represent liberalism. I'm going to stop using liberalism people get insulted by that. I, I, I was talking about it a long time ago, secular humanism which is a belief system, which is the same thing as liberalism. We can do all of this without God. We don't need God. We don't need his rules. We can make our own rules. That's why a man can be whatever he wants to be at any given time. He want to be a woman. He want to be a raccoon. He want to be a little dog. Whatever he want to be. It's his gender expression. Secular humanism. Liberalism. I want to be a woman. I want to be a man. I want to be a man and a woman. Whatever. Right? is that beware of that spirit that has crept into the church. We got a lot of unitarian, universal churches that believe anything. You should, Some sometimes you can just chill out and smoke weed with the pastor. Come on. Doing service. <laughs> they got churches like that, y'all. Just whatever you want. Bringing a lot of the non-biblical, secular things into the church. We were at the church one time, and uh, and so you gotta you gotta make these decisions, brother Randy. What you gonna do with the with the children? How you gonna teach them? So whenever they wanna do a girls' group or something like that, you know. So one like <laughs> who was the pastor's wife at the time? Preacher's right? Well, let's bring Plain Parenthood in with the bananas. And, you know, y'all know what they do with the bananas? Do y'all know what they do with bananas? Plain Parenthood when they come. And, and, and deal with teenagers? You know what they do with bananas and condoms? We say, nah, we, no. We don't know bananas. We like, ain't gonna have no bananas in the tailpipe, right? You know, bananas in and tailpipe. No. We're not doing that. That's, that's secular humanism coming into the church. No, we don't do that now. No, 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 no. We don't do it. Hello, you got to beware of that. What spirit is moving? And sometimes there are a lot of people they come to church, but they—that's what they're coming for. And they have a good heart, don't they? Have a good heart. I'm just here. I just really want to help. I want to help the community. I have some ties with March of Dimes and United Way and Planned Parenthood. We—we can really, we can really come and help. We're giving free mammograms. Planned Parent is here to get free mammograms. He can really help. Yeah? Beware of that. That's what he said. He's telling his followers, don't let that in. So, hypocrisy, right? Secular humanism, no. No, we, we're, not, we're not partnering with uh, 107 the box, 96. No. We, we're not going to partner with them, right? That's that Sadducee spirit that comes in. And then he said, the spirit of the Herodians. Now the Herodians is political worldliness. Y'all be careful in this hour that you're not standing on the side of politics and standing on the opposite side of Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody give me a mask from out there. We got any masks out there? Give me one. Y'all, this whole thing over mass vaccines, and, and you know, we've got people, family members, or something. Y'all, listen to me. I just kind of let you know I got the vaccine. Hey, bro, first of all, how you doing? <laughs> Did I send out a text to tell family members to get the vaccine? Please call me? No. I, what? I mean, people you didn't even talk to. First thing i did, out, I just want to let you know I got the vaccine. <clears throat> Great. I'm not getting in those conversations. Hello? I- I'm not. Unless it's somebody who really want to know, you know, what do you think? I mean, if they ask me what I think, or, you know, what you're doing and why you're not doing it or whatever, then I'll talk to them. But y'all, at this point, You don't have an angst to grind with people who wear masks, right? Okay, let me ask you. Let's let's lean back on the hypocrisy. Have you worn a mask in the last week or so? Okay, why are you arguing with somebody just talking about wearing a mask? or not wearing it or still wearing it after the government y'all that's not what God has told us to do and that's what Jesus was saying to these disciples he said y'all don't even get my ministry what spirit are you of are you willing to destroy a man or woman made in my image over a mess, or a vaccine I'm not willing to do that y'all are you and y'all I'm, I'm, I'm a little straight ahead so Wednesday, it? it was almost with glee. And then one person brought up, then another person brought up, yeah, these people, they are. The, yeah, yeah, they lost. It was almost what happened. Like, how can we argue with them? How can we bring them into a debate? Don't! Somebody say amen. What kind of spirit are you of? Somebody say amen. Y'all, we're not, we're not destroying a body of man. Y'all, I'm telling you, now, if y'all told me, Pastor, we'll pack it out if you wear a mask, guess what I'll be doing up here? I'll be right here. <laughs> y'all gonna bring 100 people in, we gonna get them saved. I'll be right here all, all morning. Cause this don't cost me nothing. This don't cost me nothing. Hello, somebody? This don't cost me nothing. Hello? This means nothing to me. I do it all day anyway, so I can go into a building. Come on, somebody. So I'm gonna get some groceries. So I'm go to a restaurant. I'm do it. In. So I'm go to work. i will do it anyway. If all, all it would take for me to get y'all to bring another hundred people in and we get them saved, to wear a mask. How about I'm wearing a mask? Cause isn't that what God want anyway? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to that. 1 Corinthians 9, what are we looking at? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. We're not, no. Mm -mm. We're not, we're not, we're not destroying people. Over something that's very small. Somebody say amen. Mm -hmm. So let's look at, um. Mm -hmm. well let's go to 8 let's go to 8 so look at verse 4 and and I really want to get this out here and I want want you to understand God loves people do y'all understand that so we, we love people. You understand that? I just people holding themselves, turn the air down. Y'all, we love people. You understand what I'm saying? And so those of y'all who's so strong and, and holy and mighty and, and righteous, well, then learn something new today. Let's look at verse, verse four, chapter eight. Now he said, now concerning the things, eating those things which are offered the ice. so th- this became another thing. It became a thing where, you know he's talking to the Corinthians now here's the craziest thing in the world that happens to people and it enters in so quick to me see people come out of the world three weeks ago three weeks ago they was cussing, smoking weed having sex uh drinking, getting drunk three weeks later they get saved brother Israel and now they telling all their friends just walk around. Yeah, y'all shouldn't be smoking. Y'all shouldn't be drinking. Y'all, y'all, well, why are you cussing? Because they're not saved. Right. Come on. Come on. That's why they're doing it. Was that what reached you? No. So why are you trying to reach people with that method? What reached you? Somebody loved you. Come on. Somebody lived beyond your faults. And saw your need and loved you and shared the gospel with you. See, it's so easy, isn't it? Isn't it easy? It's easy to get that spirit of the Pharisees, of the Sadducees, of the Herodians, of the zealots. It's easy. And y'all, let me tell you what it becomes, Roy. It's religion. Yeah. And it make you feel like you're doing something and you're not doing nothing because if you're really doing something, this place will be filled up right now. Man. That's the thing that kind of made me switch Wednesday. Cause these are the same people. Y'all the same people. I keep talking about evangelism. Some of the same people asking me questions. You ain't got nobody here this morning. Yeah. But it put you up to be able to argue about a mess that don't mean nothing. Yes, sir. I wish I had a question there. And all the questions would be how to lead somebody to Christ how to love some people, how to love beyond their faults see they need? how to meet some needs and win some people to Christ. I never get them questions. And although you hear me preach hard on something, you don't even understand the full spirit behind what I'm saying. If you think I'm going to lose a soul over a mess or a discussion about a vaccine, or discussion about their gender identification or their sexual preference or identity. I don't. When I see a homosexual or a lesbian and we out on the street and they not in the church, I know they not saying. I don't talk about that stuff. I talk about Jesus. I talk about how Jesus died on the cross for their sin. I talk about though they sins being scarlet, that God will make them white as snow because Jesus, Sacramento, we all have sin. Yeah. You want to talk about inclusion? Yeah, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is nobody righteous. No, not one. Whether you're heterosexual, homosexual, or bisexual. When I'm out there, I'm preaching Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, why do you preach so hard in the church? I'm talking to Christians. That's what, that's the distinction. And the Bible tells us to do that. And we're going to show that to you. Everybody say, what spirit are you of? I'm just getting into it. So what should be the characteristics of a Christian? Number one, love. Let's look at this. So if anyone imagines that he knows or understands anything of divine matters without love, that's verse two. He has not known as he ought to know. Y'all. Forget the mask. Are you loving people into the kingdom though? It don't matter. If Jesus was walking somewhere, if he was here on earth and he walked into anywhere and he was trying to win them people, they say, hey Jesus, can you put the mask on? I guarantee you wouldn't argue with him. He put the mask on. Jesus would do it. He became flesh to reach us. He put on flesh and humanity to reach us. I put on a mask to reach somebody. What spirit are you really of though? Don't get that fanaticism spirit, brother Roy. Because this is rampant in Christianity. People just become fanatic, they get crazy. And they're not fruitful. I follow Pastor Randy. I'm a Pastor Rondiite. No, you better be a Jesusite. You better be a Christian. We don't wear masks over KCOA. What's so what? Some of y'all still sleeping around though. Did you still admit? This is what it says, verse two. It say, if anyone imagines that he knows anything, if any man Imagine that he knows anything. Listen. And does not have love. Anything of divine matters without love. He's not yet known what he ought to know. That's an amplifier. Verse 3. And if any man love God, the same is known of him. So if you really love God, you know God. You know the things of love. This is what it says. But if anyone loves God, with all filled reverence and obedience and gratitude, he is known by him and is very known and greatly loved. Verse 4. In this matter then of eating of the food offered to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, has no real existence, and there is none but one true God. So even if there was so-called gods, whether it's in heaven or earth, indeed there are many gods and lords. Yet for us, there's only one God. And we exist for him. Look down. However, look at verse 7. However, not all believers have this knowledge, but some have been accustomed throughout their lives of thinking that an idol is a real thing until now, that an idol is really living, still eat food as if it was sacrificed to an idol. And because of their conscience is weak, it is defiled, guilty, and ashamed. Now, food will not commend us to God, nor bring us to him. A mass won't get us to heaven or take us farther from heaven. The same thing. That's what he's arguing. Do y'all see this? What verse is that? I just lost my place. Hey, yeah. Now food, food ain't gonna make us closer to God, right? Look at verse nine. Now, only be careful that this liberty of yours, the power to, to choose to wear a mask, not a mask, or get a vaccine, not to get a vaccine, does not somehow become a stumbling block. That is a temptation for the weak, those that are weak in conscious or those who don't know. When someone sees you, a person having knowledge, eating in the temple, and if he is weak, he will be encouraged to also eat things that are sacrificed to others and violate his own conscience. So y'all, and this is not everything now. We, I, hey, come on now. I'm not going to go have a threesome just to reach the people that's having threesomes. Right? It's not a matter of conscience. That's sin. Do you see what I'm saying? And some people take this, this too far. I become all things to all men. So I'm going to become a transgender so I can reach transgender. Absolutely not. That's not a matter of curses. That's sin. But to wear a man's and not to wear a man's that's not a sin? Somebody say amen. I'm not getting into that. To convince everybody to have a vaccine or not a vaccine. Y'all, I'm not getting into that. God didn't command me to do that. He told me to go reach the lost. Somebody say Amen. Listen to what he says. He says, in, uh, this is in the Amplified, verse 11. For through your knowledge, spiritual maturity of, you understand about the mass, this weak man is ruined. Through your knowledge, this weak man is ruined because you camped out on a mass instead of on Jesus. Now, I'm not changing nothing on Jesus, but I'll wear a mask for you if that's what you like. Somebody say amen. It don't matter to me which, whichever way. Listen to what he said. He says, for through your knowledge of spiritual maturity, this weak man is ruined that has suffered in his spiritual life, the brother for whom Christ died. And when you sin against the brothers and sisters in this way, you wound their weak conscience by confusing them. You sin against Christ. That's your own brothers and sisters in the faith. Hello? Some of y'all got faith members that say, but when I don't get into the mass thing with them, don't get into the vexing thing with them if they're not really open and want to hear the truth about all this stuff. Amen. You do what's right in your own conscience. Leave the rest of it to them. But how about let's talk about now, did you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, though? Hello? Because that's crucial like Metamucil. They, they need that. Somebody say amen. Now you tr- are, you, are, you, are you sure you're saved, though? You can do the SAT with them. Somebody say Amen. So the first characteristic is love. Everybody say love. love. If you're a Christian, what the spirit? What spirit are you? To be of? you ought to have the spirit of love in you. John eight and eleven. We're not going to turn there. But the Pharisees who caught this woman in the very act of adultery, the very act. They said, "Ashley, the very act." Now how are you going to catch somebody in the very act, Ashley? And you're not watching. Her? which is a sin. And according to the law, you can't even look on a woman naked or a person nakedness. Not your father, not your family member, nobody. And you catch somebody in the very act of adultery, you are sinning yourself. And how long did you catch them before you stopped him? How long did you watch it? And so that's why Jesus said, He who is without sin, let him cast the first song. Because they knew by their own confession, we caught her in the very act. They knew that they were admitting that they had the sin to catch on in the act of sin. So Jesus walked in love. Is that revelation? Jesus dealt in love. He said, Where are you, condemners?" Say, I'm not here to condemn you. Come on, somebody. But now, now, now the LGBT people, they, now they, they he didn't condemn her. Yeah, but he did say, go and sin no more, though. He called the sin out. What you doing is sin, baby. But but I just saved your life. Come on, somebody. Because they're going to stone you. Now go and sin no more. Somebody say amen. What spirit are you of? Oh, are you glad when you catch somebody? Are you glad when you find out somebody is doing wrong or doing bad? Are you the first one to mention it? I think she don't slip back into Hello? What spirit are you of? We ought to be of the spirit of love. Somebody say amen. Number two, we ought to be a, 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 a characteristic of a Christian. We ought to be full of faith. We ought to be believers. Second Corinthians 4.13 says we all have in the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. We also believe, therefore speak. And so even when we see people that are wrong, here's a, a long question, a long answer to your short question, Brother Dwayne. How should we respond? We should respond in love and faith. We should respond in faith and love. And I've done that so many times. I'm just scared. I'm going to get the virus. No, you're not going to get the virus. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. He was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised iniquity. Tibetize, chastisement of peace was upon him. And by his stripes you are here. I've said it in the grocery store. Come on somebody. I've said it in the mall. I've said it in the Ubers to people. And it brought comfort to them. I speak faith. I'm not arguing with you. Somebody say amen. People in our family. I say no nah, nobody in our family going to get it because we covered by the blood of Jesus. I cover the family in the blood of Jesus. They say, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. that's still out here got the vaccine. But they ain't gonna do that. Somebody say amen. We are faith people. We talk in faith. Somebody say amen. We speak in faith. We all have the same spirit of faith. I believe, therefore I've spoken. What you speak is what you believe. And what you believe, speak it to them. Somebody say amen. What you think about that? Well, you know what? I just believe I'm protected in Jesus' name. I think, I believe Psalm 91 says no plague can come down my dwelling. I believe that I'm covered by the blood of Jesus and so are you. Amen? amen. Who gonna argue with that? You just bless somebody. You spoke a blessing over them. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, no condemnation. We not condemning nobody? Y'all. I preach this word every week. You don't want to hear it go somewhere else. I'm not condemning you. Somebody say amen. Amen. Only God can condemn you. Yes? The fact that you're still on top of the earth means that you're not condemned yet. Because when you get condemned, you're going to be in hell. I mean, I don't think even in my cussing days, I know some of y'all did. I ain't going to ask y'all who said it. Even in my cussing days, I never told nobody to go to hell. Never. I never told nobody to go to hell. I thought that was like, dang, you tell somebody to go to hell. You ain't wind up in hell with them for telling them to go to hell. You got no permit. Like, you make yourself God to say go to hell. Only God sending people to hell? Now, how many of y'all don't talk? No, don't raise your hand. I know y'all. Know some of y'all don't tell people to go to hell. You can't tell nobody to go to hell. You're not God. you don't condemn nobody somebody say amen Amen. Jesus said neither do I condemn you but go and sin no more now the touchy feeling since the people think that because you tell them to stop sinning you're condemning them I'm not condemning you when I tell you to stop sinning I'm loving you because I know if you keep sinning you're going to destroy your life y'all hear what I'm saying and what I'm not saying hello Number four, characteristics of a Christian. What spirit are ought are, are, are you to have? How about be a servant? How about if they got the vaccine and the mask? Mama, is there something I can do for you, though? Can I come over there and do something for you? I know you ain't taking your trash out because you scared of COVID. Can I come take your trash out for you? Hello? Can I come do something for you? What spirit are you of? Yeah, you accommodate those that have weak consciences. Hello? We got family members of that? They got weak consciences. Amen. That's okay. They get in the car from their house, they put the mask on. We don't make fun of that. You ever seen What About Bob? (laughs) They get to our house and who else in here? Nobody? Okay, I'll take it off. It's okay. It's okay. Who been over here? Nobody been over here. Okay, I'll take it off. It's alright. I'm just glad they're there. Somebody say amen. Amen. We can minister to them while they're there. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all, don't come up in here with no mask. What spirit are you of though? Maybe, I don't know. Why not? I'm not gonna ruin their relationship over a mask. Somebody say amen. amen. What about servanthood? Yeah. See, all these things I'm talking about should be kept around. That stuff we don't—we—we we ain't jumping on that. Right. On. Don't nobody ask questions about how can I be more of a servant, you know? Amen. Wait, we never get those questions. <laughs> yeah, you want—you want me to ask questions so you can look good on Facebook and on Twitter and go, when you Twitter on with somebody, right. on. Yeah. and still ain't bringing nobody to church. Mark nine three thirty five, and he sat down and called the twelve and said unto them if any man desires to be first let him be last of all and servant of all. Servant of all. Here's the last one. What should, what should be a quality of a Christian? Number one. We're givers. We're givers. That's number five. We're givers. We're givers. He that hath pity on the poor lendeth unto the Lord and that which he have given, the Lord will repay unto him again. Listen to Matthew 25, 34 through 36. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come and be blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hunger, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger. You took me in. I was naked. You clothed me. I was sick. You visited me, I was in the prison and you came unto me. Now that's what Christians ought to be doing. That's what the church ought to be doing. And winning the lost. Everybody we every